0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Luna Stream. I'm your host, Toya Nomura, and I'm joined by my co-hosts
1: today, Tora Oda and Justin Darty.
0: Torah, say hello.
1: Hey, it's nice to see you back. Welcome.
0: Alright, yeah. and Justin, say what's
2: up. How are on my lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my <laughs> oh my <gosh. laughs> That's funny, that's funny. And we have a very
0: special guest with us today, Peter nyland from Sweden. Hello, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm good, I'm good. Enjoying enjoying life. What's up? Yeah. Alright. So we're here together to talk to Peter about what's it like being national leader Sweden? What's your life of faith like been like been after STF and yeah,
2: how, how is it working with all these central figures, so to say? Well, I mean, before we ask the question like that, Peter, who are you? <laughs> Tell us a little Shh. bit about yourself.
3: <laughs> sure sure so i'm a second gen from from sweden uh, not from the capital stockholm i live there currently though i come from Uppsala, and i'm the youngest of six and uh and yeah i, I know toya from before we did uh he was in my second year uh, of SDF. that was his team leader uh good times <laughs> yes good times <laughs> um yeah and uh I think that's that's good. That's it, right? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> what, what, highly, what else? Yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm 27.
0: 27, okay. Yeah. Um, are you single, or are you still mingling, or looking to I'm, mingle? <laughs> I am single, but
3: I'm not. I'm not mingling technically. I'm in uh, the process, so.
2: Oh wow! Congrats! Congrats! congrats. <laughs> Sorry. All you ladies I'm, out there, he's off the market. I'm, 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 happily, I'm
3: happily match processed, or what, what you would call that.
2: <laughs> nice, but well, good to hear. Yeah. What are you What are you doing? yeah, how about program? you? Are you in the matching process? <laughs> oh, Ooh.
3: <good>. I don't kiss and tell, baby. Just tell us. You don't have to kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What were you Things saying, going well?
1: Uh, this is a question for uh, uh, Peter, but what are you doing now currently?
3: Um, so currently, I, am, I have a few things going on. So, well, uh, as the title might, uh, might give away, I'm the national leader for Sweden. I've been so for about a bit more than half a year. Wow. Uh, so last, last summer, I was appointed. Um, and uh, I've, yeah, I've been national leader with a, with a great team. Um, mm. apart from that, I work full time as a um, supply chain coordinator um, and a uh, supply planner. And then I also do some uh, kind of uh,
0: projects or workshops um, with the European community. Wow. So you're still working full time, even though you have a church position. How do you yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do that?
3: Yeah, that, that's that, that's a tricky one for sure. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's it's all about priorities, really. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, I made it clear when I became national leader that you know, because the national leader role will never or right now won't pay me as much as I think I should be paid. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, of <laughs> but course. therefore, of course.
3: I kind of made it clear that this is I can only put in so much time because I will be working full time um, mm-hmm. to 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 have a, a salary that. That uh, fits yeah. my lifestyle and, and allows right. me to to save money to buy an apartment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Thou shall know thine worth.
3: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, but it's it's also tough because these kind of public positions, right? Like often it's it's not only that there's not enough money, but it's also kind of like it's seen as like a service position, and you know, for so mm-hmm. long, our our first generation who really started all this did this stuff for free you know they also they didn't have homes they lived in church centers and you know all of their needs were kind of met by the church so it was different certainly but you know it's still seen as kind of like oh these are like service positions that we should do out of out of like volunteership but the practicality of doing that uh it's like well i have a home that i live in that i need to pay for and i need food to eat to live to survive and mm-hmm. i you know, I have to pay for my transportation and things. And so it's really hard because there's often not a lot of resources to be allocated for these positions, but also on the same note, there's, there's pushback because people feel like, Oh, you shouldn't be paid for these positions.
3: Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, in my opinion, I should be receiving something. Yeah. Um, But, but I'm also, when it comes to like public money, i I've never taken anything um, even though I've done like lots of workshops. And uh, um, for me, I mean, so basically my, my workshop started with, I mean, I did some harp workshops in, in the Finnish community, but then I did also some, the, we call it the Swedish winter workshop. Um, and then that became the Nordic winter workshop that became, and uh, then somehow became Hyo-Jung, Hyojung team. And then now it's it's, uh, it's a whole whole different thing. But, but um, I... I even paid the workshop fee, you know, as wow. a coordinator. And, and many times I was not just a coordinator, but I was also the MC and, you know, like right. the, I was, I was doing a lot. It was quite stressful, but I, I never, I want to be careful when it comes to public funds. But but mm. my position is that someone who does something should be compensated for it because it's also um, a, an expression from everyone who's who's attending. So if right. you're part of a community, you know, you should want to give something to to whoever is giving you spiritual food, who is mm. supporting your life of faith, which should be the most important part of your life. Like mm. that you should treasure with money. Mm. <laughs> <And> shower <laughs> shower your community leader with it, right? Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. I actually think the community leader should be the one who receives uh, the best salary in the community. Because mm. if we really value this position and our spiritual lives, then
0: that should be reflected uh, in that way, right? In the pain, um, right? Yeah. yeah. It should. It should. Mm. Mm. Well, that's a hot take. I don't think everybody in our in our leadership will agree, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> certainly not the finance division.
3: <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. It, it all comes down to the member, right? Um, I yes, know that. Yes. I know that a lot of people do tithing, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that some don't do tithing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it all comes down to appreciation of that, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And I mean,
3: tithing is a whole another, almost a whole nother topic where it's like,
2: yeah. Um, but but for sure um so what we got to do is going to set up a patreon for you that way we can make sure <laughs> that we the money is getting to you exactly exactly that's right yeah yeah so i
0: guess i want to ask uh leading into the next question like uh, what's your life of faith been like after stf has it been super rock solid have you have you been going through ups and downs and stuff like that or well I have have gone through ups and downs, like
3: quite Mm -hmm. intense ones, like I have a broken blessing, right? And that was, that's quite rough, right? But somehow my life of faith was never impacted by any of the the things that happened in my life. Um, So that's never been the case. Like a lot of people, when they have like a broken blessing, they kind of just do all the things that they wanted to do somehow. They just go out partying, (laughs) they go out drinking and like, yeah, yeah, I give up now. That's it. I tried, it didn't work out, right? Mm. That was just not my case. Um, and uh, and also when I came back from SDF, um, my bro- my older brother, David, he was like, you know what? You're going to – because everyone crashes at some point, they say, after SDF. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're in this SDF bubble, right? You're like really yeah, – your yeah. faith is like really high and, and you're yeah. living on this experience that you have that like you feel is so real. And you go back mm-hmm. to your community and everyone's just like singing Kumbaya and everything's fine. But you're like, but where's the fire at?
1: And yeah, you try yeah. to
3: maintain this fire, and eventually it just burns out, and mm. so do you, right? And yeah. and you have a crash. But for me, I actually never had that. I never wow, had this, okay. I never had this crash. And my brother, uh-huh. he was like, he was like waiting for it. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was looking at me. He was like, when are you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna crash soon? It's like. So I've got a question
2: happened. for you. Are you the human torch? The that you can just you never burn out, or is it that you never really got. Too into that bubble, the STF bubble. You you kept a healthy relationship with your Ooh. faith during STF, Ooh, and you maintain that health when you brought it home. Mm. Uh, or is it that like you found uh, the secret sauce to like stay <laughs> in that flame <laughs> and never <or> burn?
3: <laughs> well, you, you know, to each great flame, there's a great sauce, right? No, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think I had a pretty good faith, life of faith before I went to STF.
0: Okay, okay, so
3: I think that might be the secret sauce in, 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 in my for me. So mm-hmm. I, I had I had just come from I had done like three three, forty days in Chongpyong and there, wow. there were those were really they were really good for me. Um, and mm-hmm. the last one I was a team leader for the high school workshop. And you know the, the kids are pretty rowdy there, so it does yeah, take. It, yeah. uh, it, it's it's I admire the people the, the, the team leaders there, um, mm. and I took it quite seriously. So I kind of went into SDF with this, with this foundation. So I didn't really gain my life of faith on SDF, but rather um, it was improved. So it was mm. always it was always kind of real to me, I suppose. Okay. So when I went back home. I, I didn't have this kind of – I kind of knew what to expect, um, no, I guess. That makes sense.
2: So it's like you already had healthy religious practices in place that were bolstered by the SDF community, not created by that community. That's
3: right. But, I mean, my mm-hmm. life of faith, I could, in, in many ways, like, it really – it did somehow start for real. Like, like in some way, like, you know, with the life of faith, it's, it's never – if you have a real good life of faith, you'll know it's not going to be the same today as it was yesterday, right? Mm, And that's the beautiful thing with God is that, you know, some people, they they kind of, they go back home and they want that same God that they met on their travels back (laughs) home. That's just not going to happen, you know, because also the way you meet God is usually in people, right? And so you meet new Mm. people and you, you have different experiences. And so a lot of people, they expect the same, but you know that's not going to happen, and so I mean I actually kind of had that. I, I went to, when I went to Chongkong the first time. I went to Chongkong not to be like, oh, I want to, I want to slap my, slap my chest and get rid of these <laughs> these bad spirits, um, but but rather I was like, you know what? I'm gonna convince my mom to send me a week before and a week after it starts, like so I could have mm-hmm. like some time in Seoul because I studied in Korea in Gop for a year. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a really good time. So that's was the reason. And I knew I could go to Korea. For, if, if I went for 40 days, I could convince my mom that I could come seven days earlier to just have a good time. But then I actually did go to Trunkunk, and it was really good. It was really good. Oh, wow. And I didn't realize it so much until maybe – and I had some like spiritual experience and all that. And then when I came back home, I was like, oh, my God, life is empty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was like, Mm. because there's a certain spirit in Chongqing, and there's a certain life of faith. Like, there's there's an understanding that spirit world is there, like it's Mm. so real somehow. Um, And then you go back home, and it's like empty. And so I maybe (laughs) I had that crash then, but it was just a minor one, so I kind of could avoid it somehow.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you already kind of yeah
3: you set yourself because if you're on like
2: a whole year long program, that's a lot harder crash than 40 days. That's right. That's right.
3: Yeah, but but then because of that, you know, instead of instead of feeling, instead of feeling like oh I give up, kind of, or oh this is not for me, you know, oh there's no life of faith, oh there, there's it was probably fake. I felt like oh I have to go back to Trungpa. Hmm. Um,
4: right? So yeah, then I, wow. for
3: me that was my like I need it until I feel like I could I felt like I could sustain it in my life, and that SDF mm-hmm. helped with for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was always, when I went to the, uh, like, I went to, rest in peace, I went to the (laughs) Love and Life camps. Um, All of them. I've been to every single Love and Life camp that ever happened. Okay. (laughs) Which was my goal. When they first started, I was like, I'm going to be at every single one, whether I'm a participant (laughs) or a counselor. And Mm -hmm. uh, I did just that because there were only three. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i went to all of them. <laughs> so anyway every time i'd go i would be, you know it was like a i think it was like 40 days or 20 days it was a really long workshop it was like much three longer, weeks three yeah weeks. much longer than normal and uh, i remember when leaving i was so determined to like keep up that hype that energy that you know to read Hundekay every morning and to get up early and to do all these things and then i got home and the vibe the energy at home was like nobody cared you know like mm-hmm no one no one wanted to read with me no one wanted to get up and that that resistance you know and even just the lack of environment cuz when you're waking up at you know 6 a.m. in the morning or 7 a.m. in the morning or fall, whatever early right before you would kind of naturally get up i suppose and everyone else is also getting up and moving and there's a lot of energy it's easy to go with that that flow and just jump in the stream and and go with it And then you Mm. get to the room and people are tired, but also people are trying to stay awake and listen and share, Mm. Um, you know, but also you're doing things that are healthier, like you're doing yoga or you go for a run or something because the camp is like trying to keep you guys engaged and excited. (laughs) Where at home, you know, there's no group environment to just like, well, everyone else is doing yoga, so I'll do yoga. So to do yoga all by yourself or just dance all by yourself or to go for a run all by yourself. And there's no one supporting you. There's no one excited that you're doing it. You have no team leader who's proud of you. There's just you and God, I guess. Like, <laughs> And if you were to ask, if you do live with other people, it's almost worse because it's like, hey, you want to run with me after I do 100K? And it's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> That's far too early for me to be awake. And I feel like it's that that really harsh juxtaposition that really harsh, like lack of unity and lack of support and that emptiness that, that really makes, you know, workshop burnout, such a thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like a uh, I know so many people who went to GPA, like, you know, prior to my generation, the older second gen, like the people who are like in their forties, right. Um, they would go to a European SCF and they would come back and leave the church. It was so common. Like, I felt like going to SCF meant you would leave the church <laughs> because <laughs> They would That's come right. back and they would be so <laughs> devastated and so like, what is going on? And I believed all these things and and none of it's working here. Like I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to unite with my central figure, which I was told is my parents, but they're not leading me the right direction. I don't feel they care for me like my 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 group leader did in SDF. Like they're not focused. They're not they're not connected with God like my central figure was. What is going on? And then they just they just flip completely 180 from where they were. So. I don't know, man. I think it's, uh, maybe, maybe it's, it's a sign that STF has learned from these things and they've kind of dialed back the intensity of the programs to, Mm. to help participants kind of come back because, you know, Toya and you both came back from the same program and neither of you were just flipped, you know, it was like, (laughs) so maybe we've learned a little and the programs (laughs) have gotten better or I'm just sitting with two exceptional human beings. I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter. <laughs> <laughs> I like to believe it's the latter. How is the people? Yeah. Um, I think I think I
0: really try to keep it up too, right? And stay more involved with my community. Volunteer with like youth group, which is like HARP, which which stands which is high school version of CARP, right? And so um but I think I got burnt out from like overextending myself volunteering and I really didn't I felt like I could have spent more time just uh, doing more conditions and laying like the groundwork. And I feel like because of that, I, I, I just was like, I don't want to do anything with the church anymore <laughs> after yeah. like serving for so long, feeling unappreciated and, and just like, you know, no one really uh, cared if I was there or not. So it was just really hard. It was div- difficult. So I think I just kind of wanted to step away from that at that point, but I think I always kept a really good um, f- faith in, in, in God and like, kept it real to me. And I think, but as time went on, it just felt, and the dis- the memory of STF and all those experiences became more and more distant. It, be- it became really, ho- it came, became harder to connect to them and like really keep the fire burning, so to say, mm. yeah.
2: Should, maybe we should have some sort of pre-STF program <laughs> and after-STF program. No, I mean, why not? You know what
0: I mean? Why not? It's A little
2: pre-game and then a little uh, cool-down sessions. You know, yeah. after you, yeah. you come home and you have your you have like a small group. Oh my gosh, that'd be a good idea. Maybe you have like a like online calls with your with your team members after STF is over. Where you guys can kind of check in and.
1: Keep
2: I know, I know that going, but...
1: GPA they do that sometimes, like. Uh, people that served in the same year together, they sometimes have those Zoom calls. I don't know how often they do it, but I see pictures of it all the time. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's like being run by GPA or just the the people that graduate from GPA they want to do it by themselves or something. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I see it happen sometimes. So there's there's something out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think having that kind of structure would help a lot more because then it. That way you feel connected, right, to people who are going through the same struggle as you two. But anyway. Yeah, I mean,
3: sorry, they did have that towards the end of SCF. I mean, now SCF is no more, right? Because of COVID, they had to <laughs> shut it down. Um, sadly, actually. but mm, sadly.
2: Uh, Tragic. But Why are you yeah. laughing, Toya? What's funny? About that? No, 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 no. <laughs> Because it, it, it's it's fine. It's just inside jokes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't get it. I don't. What am I missing?
1: Yeah, GPA still kicking. You know. Yeah. Anyway. I mean,
3: the, the, we have something else now, and we're de- we're developing new things. Um, also, you know, yeah. like there are several reasons. You know, like fundraising was illegal, so that that's kind of like oh. that was that was a tricky thing. Like I've I been, I've been, i went to a spiritual program, and I was caught by the police. Like. Four times, right? And I was—I've been put in a jail and all of that, and and that's like that's like that's rough, that's tough, and that's like, hmm. yeah, maybe because you considering how many times your father was in prison, maybe that's appropriate, but like for our <laughs> spiritual journey too, I don't know, but I don't think that that shouldn't be necessary
2: for our spiritual growth. Is do I, I wonder? Are multi-level prison. marketing schemes illegal in that part of Europe? <laughs> Because we could just start one of those, and then uh, that's then we would be legally fundraising because we're getting people to join <laughs> no, uh, full illegal marketing scheme. <laughs> no,
1: but okay. the thing is,
2: if you if you donate. Right. And you get five other people to donate. You'll also you'll get 5% of that donation. (laughs) And it'll be like you didn't even donate and you supported this nice cause because you'll have gotten the money back that you donated. And if those guys go and donate, then you're making a profit now. (laughs) So, Peter, um, tell us about your
0: accession ascension to its national leader
3: <laughs> sure sure yeah so it kind of okay so it started like actually at the end of my my story started at the end of my second year in SDF. Okay. it was like the, the we usually do a project at the end of the year and mm-hmm. so i was in the uk we did this ocean providence kind of workshop and um, with the pollets uh, which was great and one day i was we went sailing no we went fishing the pollets
2: like daniel pollett yeah i P- suppose pilots and Don yeah. yeah that's right I love those guys
3: yeah um and uh the so the Clive Pollitt was was um doing that um and yeah so one day we went we went um fishing and uh Matthew Hewish came and he had just became hey. like national leader um for the UK and he was he was telling me like yeah you know it's it's really important that you know second gen they start stepping up and they start taking up responsibilities and then there was just the silence. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dang, he's talking to me. And I was like, what was I, 21 at the time, 22? Mm-hmm. So I was, mm-hmm. no, 20, 20, 20 something like that. And I was, I was really young. And I was like, oh my God, I, I, I told myself, I like, oh my God, I have to go back to Sweden and become a national leader, you know, because <laughs> one year on, when you're on SDF, you're like spiritual antennas or whatever you they, they're always tingling, you know so I was like, "Oh my God, is this the message from God or something?" right <laughs> and and, I, and then but then after the silence, he was like, "But don't worry, you're too young." And I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I am too young." But I went back kind of thinking, like yeah, I, I had this attitude like we have to we have to uh, we have to do something here. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was trying to mobilize the second gen and a lot of second gen at the time were kind of leaving and especially the older ones. And even though we had like some really good, successful couples, like they they ended up kind of uh, drift, drifting away. Like they were really happy and really successful. And, and you know, they had done all of the, these workshops and they'd been supported. They had been like my older brothers and sisters for me. like Wow. wow. Because we're, we're quite a small community. So mm-hmm. so I was really close to them. Um and so I was trying to kind of mobilize these guys, and and it was just not working. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what, we should just take all of these couples, these older couples, and you know, take them to a retreat and just talk to them seriously. That we need a change of leadership, and you guys have to step up.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And that just that thought almost burned me out because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs>
2: And that's (laughs) just like, gosh, the amount of effort this is going to take, and then people not responding positively, like how emotionally draining (laughs) that's going to be. Like, oh, I'm already too exhausted to even start. (laughs) (laughs) So so actually, I I, I feel that hard.
3: (laughs) I arranged a meeting for all the second gen, and I invited like all of the ones that were active at that point, and they came, and we were we, we were supposed to tackle these tougher topics that we had like we had a mm-hmm. workshop center mm-hmm. at the time we were thinking like should we keep it or should we not um, mm-hmm. and it's like what about the future what about like sunday services like are they inspiring for us is that why we're not coming etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and nothing came from that meeting
0: and wait, so let, wait wait let me so you're like setting this all up basically you're, d- yeah, you're putting yeah. in a massive amounts of effort right yes
3: now. that's right okay, that's okay. right and and kind of dr- trying to drive this um, and then i thought you know when i one of the one of the last questions for this meeting was like, Okay, who wants to potentially become national leader? And like no one wanted to do it. And I was like, what mm, the mm. and I was like, I could do it at some point, but I'm not I'm not ready. I'm far from ready, right? And so and so nothing came from that meeting more than that like, oh my God, there's no hope. <laughs> oh wow.
4: That's rough. I was like, this is yeah, uh... it was really,
3: really rough. And so actually then at that point I, I actually went um, to this, and that was, this was like sometime after my, my blessing had broken, which was a whole other story and which was rough in itself, I kind of like I can't do this anymore, so actually I started I applied for uni and I started studying and it, it was on this island um, Gotland, which is like on the on this coast of Sweden in the, in the Baltic Sea um, mm. and, because I kind of needed to get away, like this is mm-hmm. the I felt like this is the one place where they no one can ask me for <laughs> for, yeah. for any kind of, uh, kind of role, you know, I'm like, I'm on this yeah. island, like, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I really, you know, how how am I supposed to do it? So I, I kind of <laughs> needed to, to escape. Um, but what that happened was that, you know, I just started getting, you know, involved with more kind of European activities. And I became, instead of like, kind of supporting the second gen in my community, I, I became like a mentor for a few second gen in Europe, right. And so mm-hmm. I felt like, even though I escaped my community, like, God kind of said, like, you know, you, you're not you're not leaving anything. <laughs> and so I started organizing, you know, more online workshops and stuff like that. Um, but so basically then, right before I, like this last, about a year ago, I was planning on coming back to Stockholm. And at the time, my then national leader had been approached by our um, regional leader, and uh, Uncle David Hanna and he was basically telling them like you have to step down and you have to choose the second gen to become national leader and he put it like really straight like that you have Mm -hmm. to step down and so and my then previous national leader in my she was she then at some point there was i think it was sunday service and i was only second gen there and so she was like yeah yeah we know we're we're putting together a team of second gen that's gonna take over Uh, and i was like oh wow great you know because that's what i was that's, that's the whole thing. That's why I left, you know, because there was no hope, right, somehow. And so I was like, great. And like, who, who have you asked? And she was like, yeah, you, you're the one. You're the one I've asked so far. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so then I basically end up assembling this team.
4: Oh, <laughs> no. I
3: assemble I assemble this team, and I'm like, mm. okay, you know, one of these guys. Because I told myself I can't do it. Although I'm, like, more mature, I'm older than the, at that time, and um, – And I I felt like, you know, I I have a lot going on, you know, I'm I'm organizing these online workshops, and I'm involved with Second Gen. And, you know, I'm actually, you know, in a very good place in my life, Um, like a really good place in my life, I could actually do this, but I was like, but I'm not blessed yet. So I don't want to do it. Because Mm. it's actually a, you know, when I do get blessed, my spouse is kind of going to have to join that responsibility with me, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like a, it's a couple of things, right? So I was like, you know, yes. I'm taking this decision on behalf of both of us in a sense, and I don't, I'm not loving that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, anyways, um, I, I managed to assemble this team, and then I talked to my then national leader, and I was like, so, all right, here's the team, I've assembled the team for you. Who do you think should be the national leader? And she's like, yeah, it's it's gotta be you, I'm like you're the only one I see doing this right now, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh all right. Um, that's not what I was expecting. And then another second gen also chimed in. and was like, yeah, it's, you know, you, 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 you get it. You know, you understand the responsibility. You, you understand, mm. you know, God and true parents and this, this central position role, um, differently than others. Right. Mm. And I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll do it. So I did have a call. I had a call with all of the people in this team and they all kind of like, yeah, I, I would love to support you. Um, and so, basically, I just made it very clear from the start that, as I said before, there's just so much time I can put into this, and so we got to help each other. Mm-hmm. So, we became we more of like a board than anything else. And,
0: wow, that's yeah. pretty dope, though. That's cool. You were the first Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: sure, sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Damn. Uh... Yeah, no, it's, I think that's really inspiring, because like, it's just... I think really cool for me to see that you kept striving to do this right you you didn't feel deterred and even though you did somehow god sucked you back into (laughs) into it sucked is the right word (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: Hmm. so i I have a question for you um peter uh as the national leader of sweden like what are your some of your responsibilities [3] because i know i know there's lots of national leaders everywhere but i never really knew or understood what they actually do um, right. as a leader. So I was wondering what, what are some of the responsibilities?
3: What are my responsibilities? <laughs> was an excellent question. You know, I'll take that to my team and I'll, I'll have them tell me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's it, the thing is like, there are so many, so basically the previous national leaders, they did everything.
4: Mm-hmm. So it was
3: mm-hmm. like, why I say national leaders is what's because it was uh, Mary and her husband, Katsuki-san. And they did everything. Absolutely everything. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Like they got yeah. help here and there, you know, when, with holidays, you know, okay, can you prepare this venue? Yeah. Someone else prepared the venue or someone else prepared the holy table, maybe. Right. But they did everything. They went to all of these meetings. They went to, whenever something happened, they had to give the report and it, you know, they gave most of the Sunday services and it was just like everything. They did everything. So for me, I was like, Hell no. Sorry for my language, but like, I, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm not doing everything. You know, I'm not, I'm not sacrificing my, my children's future and their, and my future family's financial stability to become national leader now. Right. Wow. Um, wow. The whole reason why I'm national leader is for them is for my ch- future children. So I'm not gonna, you know, it would be like, you know, doing one thing, but, you know, ignoring mm. the other. Right. Mm. So,
2: so, uh, um, I made it clear. But that's that. that's the great had that much church time. conflict. That's the great contradiction of our faith. Is you know, our children, are, um what do you call it? What what's that word that we use? Uh, the providence. Our children are the providence. Sure. And we must sacrifice them for the providence. Sure.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll respond to that right after I talk about the the responsibilities. Um, so my responsibility. I told them. I made it very clear. Like. So when it comes to like I'll give one Sunday service a month, right? Mm-hmm. So I've said that. I can give one Sunday service a month. I will do all the most of the extra things that pop up. You know, if there's a if there's a holy day, you know, um, I might arrange the team, you know, or if there are, you know, I talk to members if they're not doing well, things like this. Um, I, I put in maybe let's say let's say an hour every day in the week, you know, and that suffices, and that's not counting going to Sunday service and being there a bit earlier and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so, but basically, my responsibility is to make sure it happens, right? And so, but my responsibility is not necessarily to do them. So, I have a a team of seven second gen, right? And so, they all have responsibilities. And I, for example, I gave the Sunday service completely to to three second gen, to three people in the team. I'm like, wow. you guys do this now. You guys make sure there's an MC. You make sure there's someone playing the guitar. You make sure there's a someone giving the service. I will give once a month. I'm extremely flexible. Just tell me what Sunday, I'll give it, right? No problem, mm-hmm. right? You can tell me that two days before now, it's no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll take something out of my hat, right? And... <laughs> and uh and and so that's i i see that's my responsibility but mostly i think what people forget is that you we we're treated like a, a organization or a corporation but we're really a spiritual group mm-hmm. so for me that's so sacred i'm the, I'm the central figure right mm-hmm. and and that doesn't mean that you know oh you have to you have to obey me you know that's not that's not it at all it's more that actually god there's a connection between you and true parents through me because I report to my center figure who reports to their center figure. Right. Mm. Um, and so that, that is the most important role for me, like this the spiritual role. Right. Mm. And so like, for example, now we have a blessed the blessing coming up and we're going to hold it in Sweden. And there, there, there was some <laughs> debates on like, where are we are going to have it? And I'm like, I don't care about the, how it looks, you know, I just want to mm. make sure we find a venue that's spiritually in tune with what we are doing so mm. i don't want to choose some random hall somewhere where where it, it looks nice you know but it has to be a spiritually sound place and mm. and that i feel comfortable with if i feel happy and comfortable with it you know then i can actually then kind of um bless this place with i mean i'm not going to be giving the blessing because i'm not blessed but you know <laughs> i'm still the center figure i'm, I'm going to point someone to to give to give the blessing in, in sweden right mm-hmm. so the, i think the spiritual aspect is the most important role that i have wow wow and then uh, um to, to Joson, what you said there um with and and that's a big thing you know that we have to sacrifice our children for the providence i mean sure but like what does what does sacrifice actually mean you know the the whole what, what I don't. I don't agree with the, the the what you say sacrifice. I mean, sure, sacrifice can be a good thing. It's literally you give something to God, right? That's what you know. You have an altar. You know, these things are for God, and you know, mm. and that's what that's what you do, right? So, in a sense, we want to give our children to to God, and that's I love that concept, you know. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't think my children should suffer, you know, mm. because because it's the providence, right? I shouldn't. I mean maybe yeah that there will be hardships because it's profits, but i'm not going to go out of my way to make sure that they have more hardships than, you know than mm-hmm. they should right and i think that's um it, i think the, the relationship our parents had with us was a bit weird i mean they were kind of they didn't really know what to expect they didn't know how to deal with us and how to treat us like in, in sweden they basically only focused on the second gen they like they like we need to create a a healthy community and, and, Mm. you know, we really need to have, make sure they're loved and taken care of and that their values are strong. And they're like all the second gen from the Swedish community are like amazing people. Like they're outstanding citizens. Like they're, they're Mm -hmm. so great. Right. And they're so, they're so happy. Right. Clearly. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, um, you know, I I think, there are many other things like I, I can say for sure that most second gen had never like had had like real life talks with their parents. They've only been taught the divine principle, you know, mm. like mm. I was never taught like how to make a tie for my dad, for example, or, mm. you know, shave. Like, yeah, exactly. These things like these life, life, um, what do you say? Like practices, like they, they kind of like miss that out because they received that from their parents, but then they learned the, the principles and so they're like the principles are more important, but they're not always practical. So I think that's something that, you know, the, the, my parents, they, they missed teaching me. And, and that's, I can't, that result, like that's, you'd be surprised how many seconds you're like, Oh my God, that's me too. Right. And, <laughs> and that's, that's quite, that's quite sad. So we, we were treated yeah. like in a, in a very special way. And I don't think that's necessarily the case.
2: Uh, um, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like well, I mean, what I was pointing to is like a lot of times the, Central figures, the leaders of the church, true father or some high top dog, would be like, you know, I need a hundred and some women to go to Korea and and do this or do that, and it's like, wow, that's so that's so beautiful, but you're missing the fact that they're also going to be leaving their children, you know, with with nobody for three to six months while they're in Korea doing some mission work, and so it's like, and then while they're in Korea they're like witnessing to people about how amazing the second gen are and how important and the salvation of humankind by bringing these blessed central families while they're abandoning their families to go and preach about their families. And it's just like, that has, that's done so much damage. And so there's just been this kind of, this weird kind of uh, backwards way of thinking, this kind of weird, like contradictory kind of almost hypocrisy, yeah. Of how the movement has functioned for so long, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of pointing to that as is uh, kind of yeah, sure, 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 the right. great the great uh, contradiction about our faith the the catch twenty two of like you, know, <sighs> you must give you must sacrifice anything for the providence even if that means abandoning your children and it's All like right. also the second gen are the providence and <laughs> we need to focus on them to create and it's like <laughs> you, you can't do both guys like yeah that's not how it works yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Peter.
0: I, 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 yeah, go. Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 amazing that like you you're you've communicated clearly what you can do right and your expectations right, and because mm-hmm. you kind of set that standard, then they know. Oh, okay, so they know what to expect right, and then they're and you created a team to counteract, or you know instead of just one person doing it, you're splitting the load right. That's right. And I feel like that's a more successful model and a more sustainable yeah. model, right? Absolutely. to for other communities to also develop or use because it's not possible for one single person to do it without getting paid or anything anymore That's and right. I think we're, we're beyond that and I think it has to be more of a collaborative effort where we communicate clearly our expectations and and uh, what we want basically right mm. Mm, so. yeah I mean
3: I, I think what's also great about this kind of like this team is that you know, I think if you if you look at the the second gender that, that are involved still you know it's basically the ones who have at some point in their life at least taken some responsibility mm. like that's the that's generally the the, the case right if you've mm-hmm. been like a heartbeater you are more likely to go to the blessing right if mm-hmm. if uh, if you've taken on carp responsibilities you're more likely to become like a community leader right mm-hmm. and and it's like I think I think that's the key you know um, re- ownership. And I think that's the beautiful thing that we have with this group in, in Sweden is that we have actually these eight with me including, you know, young adults that are taking ownership, right? And we, we're doing what we what we can to to support our, our Swedish providence, our Swedish community, right? Wow. And I mean in the and, and we all know why. Like we all because we had a beautiful community growing up and we're like, I want that for my kids. You know, I mm. will do what I can to make sure my kids have that opportunity to have brothers and sisters that actually treat you with respect and treat you with love, right? And, uh, and have a place where you can cherish good values, right? Where mm-hmm. that's not always the case in, in outer society, right?
2: So how did you get your team to accept that responsibility? Like, what was – were they difficult to convince? And if so, what were your, like, kind of – sales tactics. Like if someone in their community were looking to do what you did and kind of get a a team together to support the community, right? That's been lacking, that they've been wanting, then it's like, oh, you got to just make it. How, how did you convince them? Was it easy? Like, do you think it's kind of just a Swedish thing where they were just like, yeah, man, I'm on board? Or did it, <laughs> did it take some convincing? And how did you do that?
3: If for sure, it 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 took some convincing. But, mm. you know, when I started, actually, I wanted just two people or three people to support me. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's mm-hmm. reasonable. I can ask for two and three people to support me in this mission, right? And then there was like 10. Like, wow. almost, almost all of the – most of the second gen I talked to that are attending, they wanted to be part of this group. I was like, well, but, uh, and so I told some of them, like, you know, maybe you can't because of time, you know, I, I understand your heart. Right. Um, I I think what's important is to, is to, because if you say like, Hey, do you want to work hard with no payment, with no salary? It's like, (laughs) it's like, what, 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 which end do you want to start at? Right. So it's kind of going to be like, you know, I, I can't remember how the conversation went anymore, but like, I, I, I suppose I probably said like, you know what I want, you know, the community we grew up in, it was awesome. Right. I want that for my kids. Do you want that for your kids? Would you would you be willing to fight for that? And it's like if I say mm. it like that, is there like are you gonna say no? <laughs> no, right? You are gonna say yes? It's like okay, so well, you know what? We're we're creating a team, and where we can support each other and support each other in this role to make this community, mm. and mm. we can make it however we want, you know, um, as long as as long as God God allows it, you know, we have all the freedom, we we can to, to do whatever we want to build. You know, we can make a table tennis club and center that on God and your parents. Right. Right, If that's what we want, if that's what we really want, why not? Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, and and so I think you have to start with the vision. You have to inspire people. Mm. And I I think that's like one of the, 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 my best skills is to actually, like show people a vision that's why i when i do these workshops online workshops like i rarely have someone that turns me down for like team leader or like staffing or anything because i you know i i I tell them the importance of this and the value and how they are important to this Mm. right and if you can convey that you know if you can inspire someone you know people will say yes people will because i mean i also believe it i'm not making this stuff up (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, 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 to, I, I told my, my team member. Right? that's why also I to, told some of them, like, you know, it's not appropriate for this time, you know, because I didn't believe, like, they could contribute what I would want them to contribute at this time, you know. Um, but these these other guys, you know, the, the other people, my team, I, I told them, it's like, I, I think you're amazing. I look up to you. I actually think each member in my core team would make a better national leader than
0: I would. Wow. Wow. You have... You have a way with words, I see. So,
3: so I think that, and that's that's key, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I I only work with amazing people, and, mm. and so that's that's what I have amazing I'm an amazing team that I really look up yeah, to. And, yeah. I mean, I'm actually the youngest, like the second youngest attending member in my community.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I just want to pivot a little bit and talk about like what's it been like working with you know your former. Uh, national leader what that's been like and now as a national leader what's it like working with all these other older central figures in your life now
3: yeah 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 i mean i think that's that's that can be very tricky in some communities i think my yeah. community was ripe mm-hmm. to to have a to have a young adult or second gen step up um mm-hmm. i don't know i can't say if it was me where it was like they were just ready um but I came in and I, you know, when I was appointed, I told everyone, I was like, you know what? You have chosen me to be your national leader and, and you are all my uncles and aunties and brothers and sisters, you know, you have shaped me to who I am today. So I am you, right? Mm. So I, I said this, right? And I think I'm coming from a place of humility. I'm coming from a place of, you know, I, I want to serve and I want to listen and I want to work together. You know, Mm. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been working with the older generation. Right. And so right now I'm meeting once a week with my previous national leader um, at her place. And we're just discussing. And because she also felt like, I don't want to leave you just hanging. Right.
0: Wow, so she, wow she she understood
3: mm-hmm. that and and that's amazing right she was yeah that really, is amazing she was always super humble right mm-hmm. and so and then it comes to all the 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 other for the other version as well kind of they are i kind of emphasize this unity and the support right mm-hmm. a lot like we are a community we're in this together and so mm-hmm. if they then go against me they go against the community so it's like we they always supported me um and wow. sure, some things I can't, like, we want, we wanted to make the Sunday service completely English, for example. <laughs> and because we have some international members in our community, and some were like, no, <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not doing it. So we basically made a compromise, which was like, okay, the service in English, but the, the MC speaks in Swedish, right? Um, mm-hmm. And all the international members, like, that's fine. The service this is what's important anyways, right? So... So it's, it's all about cooperation. And, you know, I, I ask them for help. I ask, it's not like I'm not doing this on my own. So I, I don't think people feel like, oh, it's them and us, right? It's, but it's mm-hmm. us, right? So wow, in wow. Sweden, that has worked quite well. And mm-hmm. I, again, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's me or if it's the community or the other, other circumstances, but it's worked quite well. Okay. I think just wow. humility is the, is
0: the key. But that is, just, that's pretty amazing though, that your former national leader mentors you now, you know what I mean? That she's taking the time to like, you know, keep up with you and make sure that you're doing good, you know, and there's like a system of accountability and and, and reporting and like that way you don't you don't feel alone. You don't you're not going to burn out. And it really sends a message to me that like your community loves you, cares for you and is actively trying to work together. Right. And I think that is so beautiful and really inspiring.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a mutual thing. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I care for them and, and they feel that. And so they mm-hmm. care for me. And that's also why I don't want any member in my team or in my community to burn out. And so they mm-hmm. also don't want
0: me to burn out. We, we understand this. So Yeah, you got the momentum going. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And what about working with leaders like kind of outside of your community uh, on the international scale with the rest of Europe?
3: Um, so yeah, I, I have no problem with that actually oh really uh, okay. okay. yeah yeah i mean i i, I do struggle too because when we have these um these meetings with korea you know they're like three in the morning
4: yeah
3: and that's that's rough that's hard for me like i work full time i can't just stay up all night <laughs> like sure it's it's a saturday morning or sunday morning but like that like that it kind of like shakes my shakes my wake up a bit and yeah, i can't focus rhythm. at work yeah my rhythm yeah. exactly and so I basically told my, my communities like, Hey, someone's got to sub in for me for these meetings. And there's always someone to put on a suit mm. and be on the camera from Sweden.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: but, but otherwise I, I kind of, um, I, I, I like, I like that there are leaders that they, they want to support and they want to be there and they want to listen. And they, you know, they're also quite inspired that we have this momentum going in Sweden and we have this thing mm-hmm. going and, you know, hopefully, what I want is to build a system in Sweden that other communities can adapt and inherit right, mm-hmm. from us. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it worked in Sweden really well. Look at that. Maybe we can do it too. And and so I think you know there are quite a lot of there are some leaders that look at Sweden and be, and they want to support us and they want to help us out. And so
0: wow. I don't
3: have I don't really have any issues with leaders in Europe in that way. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's good. Tor, Justin, anything to add to that?
1: um i just had a question like i know so you're the national leader of sweden so uh i guess i'm asking Toya and Justin. but who would be his equivalent here in the us is it president alchemy or no is it who is it
0: i think it's your your region he's like a sub-regional director
1: ah yeah okay yeah. i'm just curious <laughs> hmm.
0: It, yeah, the resp- roles and responsibilities are very similar
2: to that of, like, a sub-reunion director, but yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I think that you, you've done a really good job in supporting your community, and I, I also think that uh, it's it's pretty surprising, I feel like, how open your first gen are. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. The, the fact that they're like, yeah, I guess we can do it in English, I feel like that's... That's pretty bold. Like, I, I can't imagine, you know, like. I mean,
3: but they were not like, they were like, we can't do it in English. That
0: was.
2: Uh... I mean, our yeah. sermon, though, the sermon. The though. sermon. Yeah, but the yeah. sermon, I feel like sure. that's that's the biggest, most important part. If they're like, okay, that sure. could be in English. Yeah. I feel like, wow, that's so accommodating. I feel like if we were to have that conversation in, a, I don't know, yeah, but... any other community I've served in, it would be yeah. like, sure. Sure. no, <laughs> no. Sweet- they need to yeah, learn just... Swedish. <laughs> they're built different <laughs> all speeds all swedes speak english
3: so it's 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 a different thing as well like so
2: why maybe, why why everybody is, is why it taught everybody? in school or something
3: like it is taught in school but also like music and movies and all that like it's we there's a lot of influence so we hear english from a very young age like i remember i learned english from the from watching the simpsons you know <laughs> <laughs> like it went six six p.m every every evening um And like, I watched that for an hour. Right. And, uh, and that's where, and there was just subtitles. So there was no, it wasn't dubbed. Right. So I learned from that. And so I think others learn from music and you also learn in school, like from a very young age, like from like first grade, you start learning English. So I think the average Swede speaks three languages.
2: That's crazy. The average American speaks point nine languages i'm glad you said it (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like the average american doesn't even speak english very well
4: (laughs) (laughs) that's so so true from experience
2: (laughs) as the american who could barely speak english (laughs) but yeah it is it is interesting that you point that out justin that like um
0: peter's community and their first gen are very i I think there's something to certain
2: communities have certain like benefits it's like if you're playing a video game it's like what race you pick when you start you're like oh this race gets (laughs) like plus two strength like oh this race gets like is better at (laughs) stealth i feel like it's like in the dominican republic it is so easy to witness there are so many uh first gen people who are between the ages of like 16 to 25 they outnumber the second gen easily Mm -hmm. and it's like they're gung-ho, they're super, that you would never, if you went there and you went to an event, you would assume all of those people were second gen. They really wow. don't stand out, right? And it's like, and there's plenty of, there's there's new members all the time, all the time. And it's like, it's just like a constant growing environment. And I feel like if you aimed for those same kind of numbers and growth anywhere in the United States, you would, you'd burn yourself out. <laughs> And you'd get maybe like one, two people. Like I feel like people are so religiously opposed yeah. in the United States. Like it's so like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. no, 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 no. That we oh. not, we don't go there. We, we should, don't talk about that. Should come to Sweden. Basically, the, don't talk about brew. No, the, the first,
3: the first gen, they've been, they went witnessing for like I think twenty years straight, twice a week, with like mm-hmm. no result
2: yeah wow, that's crazy
0: man.
3: yeah no that they, seems they pretty it. standard it's like yeah, they, they did it for so long and and i'm like wow that's amazing just like you could do that yeah. just without result. like that is that is crazy that's a whole nother crazy right but then there's a crazy the fact that you did it without result. like how could you and then you right. have like second gen leaving like what what what's happening here <laughs> like why, why don't you kind of look behind your shoulder look over your shoulder yeah, like there's yeah. some there's some second gen you could talk to instead and um, yeah so yeah i don't know
2: i i feel like it's 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 inspiring and also disappointing to hear Mm -hmm. that like they're like yeah i did that for 20 years and it's like that's beautiful and also like yeah come on guys change up your strategy obviously something's not working (laughs) (laughs) no results yeah yeah Easy yeah, to that, say, but you know.
3: That, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole nother topic. And for so me as being national leader, I kind of like, okay, how do I want to t- tackle that issue? And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so why do I come to church? Is it because of the values? And because of the friendships and the family, I feel like it's a family. And mm-hmm. the question is like, do, uh, do I want someone else to come to this family? And it's like, actually that's a bit uncomfortable. It's a bit uncomfortable to have someone new, unless I really like this person. You now, what if this person is really weird? Okay. This person is going to be part of my family for the rest of my life. You know, it's like <laughs> and, and I think there's a there's a fear there that I think a lot of mm. communities have, you know, mm. um, that you you don't you want someone you want more people, but you also don't want some more people. So I think yeah. uh, that that's we actually have to grow our hearts um, as second gen to be like, OK, I want someone else to join my community and I'm going to love and respect this person like a second gen. It's like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: right wow. so
3: so that's also another thing to tackle and it's it's yeah. exciting and it's hard my god mm, it's like wow. how do i how do how do we deal yeah. with that it's
0: crazy you know it's it, it, you know what's crazy justin has said the same thing too about like witnessing it's 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 kind of funny it's like i don't really want to include more people into this tight-knit family that i got <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, I definitely understand that sentiment and it,
2: and it can be difficult but it's just like yeah yeah, I mean, Damien Dunkley brought up that thing when, during his presidency in the United States, he was like, you know, do you want 100,000 new people to join? And like, yeah, and he's like, how about a million people? And like, yeah, and then, and he's like, okay, let's break down what that would look like if that many people joined this year. And then he like showed like, you would go to an event, and you may not know the central figure, you may not know um, the greeter, you may not know, you may not know Anyone at the event, you may be the only original first gen or second gen in the entire room. Yeah. Do you like that? Are you excited about that? And people were like, oh, less so. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, the truth is you don't want to grow, do you? You really like going to events and knowing everybody and their mama in that room. You know, you really like knowing who's leading the thing and whatever. And if there's one guest, it's like, oh, nice. Cool. Welcome guest. But like (laughs) to be the guest at – a church event it's like it's almost like i'm losing control of the community i don't want that right no. so it's like the reality is like do we really want that do we mm-hmm. really though but do yeah. you really really want that though and it's like <laughs> yeah no not really yeah
0: oh uh, what that's... point he
2: was making i forgot but <laughs> I, isn't that the point
0: <laughs> yeah no, he, he was just saying that's like we have to expand our hearts A second gen to like want to right. incorporate want right. to witness yeah Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, Peter. You're doing a bunch of dope, dope. I do, I do. So, (laughs) props, props. Twenty, we're gonna have to edit that out, man. It's all all good, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth it. It was worth. It it. was worth it. I'll take it. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, I think I really commend you, and I think it's super amazing what you're doing in uh in Sweden, um. Are you, do you feel like you're on, um, like, do you do you also get, like, inspiration from, like, for example, like, Nicole and Mickey doing good work in the European community, too? Sure, or...
3: sure. And that's the thing. Like, there are so many, there are some second gen there um, in, in Europe. They're just so amazing. They're so great. Yeah. Um, and, of course, it's inspiring. Of course. Um, mm. And, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Dang. so i mean i even even the people i work with you know um i work with uh, for example vicky uh, vicky Mm -hmm. uh, her name was master right um and yeah and uh, she's she's great she's great Um, there are some really awesome people out there and bogdan and Hewish and yeah nicole and mickey Etc. Right. So there's definitely things. I mean, actually, one of the when last winter workshop we organized, not this year, but the one before that, we had like this was the beginning of COVID, like a year. Anyways, it was during COVID, and so a lot of people showed up. We had like 160 mm-hmm. attending participants every day, which is crazy for for Europe. And most of them mm-hmm. actually wanted to. The takeaway was that people want to do things, but there's not really anything for them to do. Right. So. Right. Like they didn't know how to support. And so that's for mm-hmm. a lot of the young second gen right now, like they want to do something and and that's mm-hmm. really inspiring. And I think that's a
0: yeah. spirit for a lot of second gen. That is, that is truly indeed wild. Indeed. All right. So I think we're about time's up for us. Um, do you want to shout out anybody or, you know, put, shout some, out. put some
3: absolutely a shout out to my, to my <laughs> core team. We have, uh, we have Felix. We have Johannes. We have Shañet. We have Nina. We have yeah. Nicholas and Linda and Gustavo.
0: shout out to them! Wow! They're amazing! Wow! And MVPs. I love them. They MVPs, are. They MVPs, are. Nice. And uh, if people want to reach you, for example, do you have email, uh, Facebook, or whatever that? Yeah. You want to shout hit, out? Hit or? me out on Facebook. Awesome! Dope. Well, it was great to have you, Peter, and thank you for joining us and sharing us with uh, sharing us your story and your time with us today.
2: All right, guys, thank us. you so much for listening. If indeed you still are. Uh, if you wanna reach out to us, you can you can reach us to our, our Discord, which you can find links to in the description. Uh, you can talk to us there. You can email us directly at lunastreampodcast@gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so this <laughs> is the two best ways to reach out to us. Um <laughs> Peter, if you've listened to an episode before, we know you know how this ends. Why don't you read <laughs> us in?
1: I don't like this part though. <laughs> I love you guys. But... <laughs> oh, I right, oh,
4: have listened to it. I ah ah love
3: it. I love it. Thanks, guys.